Um. It, no, it did. It did. I just haven't flipped the switch yet, which I just did just now. The music's playing. The me now it's not playing. Now the music is not playing. Anyway, we're here. No, no need to worry about having uh, conversations that are not supposed to be had on air. This is a very abrupt start. <laughs> um, hey guys, we're back. Uh, it's Mike. It's Ruben. It's us. We're back, uh, back on the internet live, ready to go. I'm a little sick. I don't know if you could tell. I'm pretty sure you could tell. Uh, I got a little bit of a cold, so excuse my sniffles. We were gone for, I don't know. I feel like every week we come up with a new excuse as to why we're not being consistent, like a weekly basis type situation. But it's always like a good reason, even though it seems like it's not. Does that make sense? Like last week we should have been here, but I was in Cleveland or Youngstown or wherever in Northern Ohio getting my fucking dreams crushed, watching my daughter get pinned in the state tournament. By the way, she did great, but uh, <laughs> but uh, we had a little bit higher hopes for her. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, Mike was uh, texting me, telling me, hey, let's get going, let's do the show, and I told him I couldn't. So, a little bit of my fault last week. Apologies, but it's okay. We'll touch on uh, what happened last week and uh, the oh, week right. before that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get on it. We touch on the, the youth uh, Ohio girls wrestling championship. Is that what we're talking? No, about? we're not going to talk about that because that'll be a conversation that will lead to sadness. Uh, and yeah, no, we don't want to talk about that. Were, were, was your fanny pack able to gather the tears that you had? The fanny pack was brought in as a medical supply kit. So I've got a set. I don't know if you know this, but I got several fanny packs going on, brother. I've got the the regular size fanny pack. I've got an extra large fanny pack. I've got a compact fanny pack. Mm -hmm. I took the extra large and I took the medical supplies in there. Um, but yeah, last week, this past week, yesterday. When was it? Yesterday? It was yesterday. The fights, yeah. The fights were yesterday. Um, but before we get to the fights, let's, let's actually bypass the tournament. How was your weekend, Mike? I like always. I always like to start off with with uh, conversation as far as how your weekend was. How did it go? It's what's all right. I've been, been, been nursing a sore ankle. How'd so, you get that sore ankle, Mike? You know, typical running and just fell. I'm an idiot. Typical running and fell. Yeah. Um, Mike rolled his ankle at my gym. Totally my fault. There's a gap in the in the spacing on the mat, and it looked like he had a shot by a sniper. Is that what you're looking for? Or no. No, it looked like he had like a golf ball. No, golf balls are small. It looked like he had a softball attached to your ankle. It was gross. It was grotesque. I did not like that. It made me very uncomfortable. Mike walked it off like it was nothing. I could not do that. If I rolled my ankle like that, I'd be like useless. Well, I, I was like a basketball player, so I'm used to like rolling. Is that a thing for basketball players? Yeah, you always step on people's feet. <laughs> you always step on people's feet? Yeah, that's what happens. You step on people's feet, roll your ankle. I don't know, man. I don't play yeah. ball sports. Does that have a ball? I don't play it. Or watch it. Probably not. I watch a little bit of basketball. Anyway, um, that's it. Just nursing the ankle. Mm -hmm. eh, all right. Well, I guess it was a good weekend to watch the fights and stay in mm -hmm. uh, early night. We had Anthony Pettis versus Stephen Thompson this past weekend. And it was pretty good. It was a decent show. I'd say the prelims were a lot more eventful than the main event. Not the main, well, event, the main, main card. Event. Yeah. <clears throat> Didn't really like much of those fights. Like, uh, I'm going to be honest. I fell asleep in the coming event. I was not having it. And, uh, and yeah, man. 
let's let's start off the night. We're not gonna go through every single fight just because it was gonna, it, it would take way too much time and and it was kind of uneventful. But the first night fight we're gonna talk about is is uh, I mean I I would say it's one of the best comeback stories of all MMA. One of the best, right? Getting your balls nearly torn off of your body with a drill and then coming back and, and resuming your UFC career and getting a win in the octagon? Is that, yeah, not, but like, is that not one of the greatest comeback stories of all not, time? Not to like... Well, I've just just before this reading a headline that said that after this fight, Bryce Mitchell, who yeah. Ruben's referring to... Yeah, yeah, Bryce Mitchell. Ripped his ball sack, ball sack off with a... With drill. Power drill. But he did. So I was reading an article right before this where he said that he had to go home and deal with some Jerry Springer shit. What? So. Wait. After the fight? Yeah. Or. Do, after the fight. Oh my God. So just, just, just put that in perspective because I think he's kind of one of those guys that, uh, you know, that that's kind of his lifestyle. You know, <laughs> Jerry Springer shit. He probably threw himself through a couple, you know, uh, wooden tables for wrestling videos. Oh, God and, damn it. He's that kind of guy. So I don't think trashy. Kind of trash. I don't think like the uh, the ball sack thing was as bad as. I don't know, man. If I had a power I drill think, go through yeah. my testicles and I had the I don't even know what the part is called, but the the, the cable or but the not, not the only, wire that holds your nuts is wrapped around the fucking drill. I would be a little concerned. I'd I'd, I'd be a little worried. But yeah, I agree with you there. But he's one of those guys. That, hey, he's a fighter. He's, he's, <laughs> Have you, ever, have you ever gone fishing? Have you ever been like polar? What kind, what kind of question is that? You know that I've never gone fishing. Let's be real, bro. I'm never. sure he's had accidents where like he's got hooked with the uh, with a rod or something like that. Oof. Like, Oof. You know, he just seems like one of those kind of guys, you know, outdoorsman kind of type that's had bad injuries. Just bad luck everywhere yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Probably shot off a toe once. Exactly. He was the don't shoot yourself in the eye example oh, when, when, when you got a baby gun. <sighs> well, all that being said, all that that stuff being said, mm-hmm. dude, that one was pretty dope. A lot of trend, jujitsu transitions. Now, all of this is on ESPN Plus. So if you want to watch it, you can go back. And ESPN Plus has it recorded as soon as the fight's over, so you can watch them all over again. But that fight, there were so many submissions being thrown back and forth. Crucifix uh, with with ground and pound, chokes, arm locks attempts. Uh, triangle, triangle attempts, triangle armbar, arm Darces, uh, rear naked chokes that were fully locked in, but it was legit. And and credit to uh, Mr. Moffat. Oh yeah, credit to uh, to Bobby Moffat. He he withstood some legitimate submission threats. And uh, I don't know what belt they are. Both of them, I'm gonna guess browns and purples. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not exactly sure. They're both they're both younger too. So. But dude, they were throwing some. Fucking heat. As Jiu-Jitsu Black Belt, I was 100% entertained. And uh, I was trying to play some Apex Legends on my Xbox. And the entire time I was watching out of the corner of my eyes, just going back and forth. By the way, I'm terrible at Apex Legends. You find me on Xbox Live and, and you see my name pop up, you better run. Because we going to lose. Just straight <laughs> up. Uh, I'm terrible. But uh, but yeah, Bryce Mitchell and Bobby Moffat put on a submission grappling fucking fest. I was all about it, dude. All about it. Um, is that Bryce Mitchell's first fight in the UFC? No, he uh, either won or he got runner-up to a Ultimate Fighter. But that, but and he no, doesn't in his UFC fight, like is it his first UFC fight? Not no, that means he. I think he fought in the. 
either the, the, the finals or the semifinals fight for so that was on a official UFC card. Mm. Interesting, interesting. He doesn't even have a wiki though, so No he does not he does not have a wiki. No. Say wiki when we're done. Wiki. 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 Um <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think it was his first fight. I, I don't know. I, I just know him from the uh, the drills the drill story. Mm-hmm. I think it's a Joe Lozon guy too, right? Makes sense. I think so. I think so. Makes yeah, sense. Is it got that like crazy white guy look? You know, where it's like he doesn't have like face tattoos or like just fucking you know, u- ultra generic. But like computer, you, you look at him, you're like, man, like he might blow something up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I see that. I don't know. Do you, maybe a little, a little. I mean, maybe not, hey, maybe the drill will self-inflicted then. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Could be. Um, good fight. Go go watch it. Go watch it. My cousin on the card. My cousin Marlon Vera. Not really my cousin. My cousin Marlon Vera. Uh, looking pretty good out there. Beating up Frankie Sands. Now people are like, "Well, Frankie Sands. Who the fuck is that? That guy." I mean, not now, not so much now, but he was looked at as a legitimate prospect for a good while. He gave uh, Uriah Faber some troubles. Mm-hmm. He he has uh, had a, a decent coming out party to the UFC with four four wins right off the bat. Lost Uriah Faber. And then kind of was up and down from there on out. But, dude, he was a legitimate uh, contender or uh, could be contender, would be contender when he was coming in. And uh, Marlon Vera took him out in a minute 25. Looking good. Marlon Vera, I feel like he's one of those guys that you expected him to get cut immediately. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. when he first appeared on the well, scene... who was the, fir- the first guy he got thrown in? Oh, it was uh, Lineker. He was brought in to fight Lineker, wasn't he? Yes, he was. And he went to decision. Everyone thought he was going to get knocked out. No, he, he had... Boy, he had plenty of fights before Lineker. So, he, he came into the UFC, lost his first fight against Marco Beltran. Yeah. Marco Beltran. Where has he been, right? Mm-hmm. Who knows? And then he's been on that, like, uh, <clears throat> I feel like he was in, like, the international circuit for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So he fought Roman Salazar, who I don't know who that is. Uh, lost to David Grant, UK guy. Beat Ning Guang Yu. Damn, good pronouncing. Right? Uh, beat Brad Pickett. Knocked him out. That's beat, good beat Brian Kelleher, very submission. Brian fight. Kelleher uh, was on a, on a roll at that point. Lost to John Lineker. Lost to Douglas Silva de Andrade. And then uh, went on a three-fight winning streak since. So he's beat... Wuluigi Buren, Guido Canetti, and then now Frankie Sands. So he's he's up and down, but I feel like he wins three, he loses one. Yeah, wins three, he's never been finished. No, dude, he's tough. He's he tough, man. He's a tough dude. Uh, and he's got good skills. He's a jiu-jitsu black belt. Um, I don't think that we've seen a whole lot of, like, crazy jiu-jitsu, but it's sound jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. And his striking is getting better, David. I mean, like, this fight... He went out there and he was putting it to him, putting it to, uh, putting it to Frankie Sands. So he looked good. Um, I don't think he's gonna ever break the top, top ten. I mean, I don't. Was he ever top ten? One thirty-five now. No, right? He I wasn't. Mean, if he beat Lineker, he would have been. I mean, I think if he wins, I think he was top fifteen. One or at that two. Point. If he beats Nathaniel Wood, who we called out. Yeah. And maybe the next fight after that. Nathaniel Wood's that UK kid, right? Yeah, who fought uh, last week. That's Brad Pickett's boy. Mm-hmm. That's a good storyline. Revenge for his fucking mentor, Brad Pickett. Ooh. Okay. That's good. That's good. That's good. But, uh, I mean, if you look at the top 15, there's some interesting matchups from him. Like, you could throw him in with Thomas Almeida. I feel like that'd be close. I feel mm-hmm. like that'd be entertaining. You know, Thomas Almeida's entertaining. He's a good, exciting striker. Decent jiu-jitsu. Marlon Vera, same thing. 
Uh, pretty good jiu-jitsu, decent striker. I feel like that would be a good matchup for him. I mean, there, there's plenty of upside to him. And I feel like he's uh, he's getting more marketable. Because, like, I don't know if you remember, but initially he came in, his English was very broken. Mm-hmm. He's, that was really good. Dude, he could talk on the mic now. Yeah. He's doing great. And if he, he knows how to, like, speak English well, and he's got that, that Spanish down, he can do, like, that double role that Fabricio Verdum does with, like, UFC Espanol or whatever it's called. Is it called UFC Espanol? UFC Mexico? UFC Spanish? You're looking at the white guy? I don't know, man. I'm like, listen, I might not be white, but I'm pretty fucking close to white compared to other Mexicans. Just think about that. True story. But you have you have lived in Mexico longer than once. This is true. This is true. At one point, I did live in Mexico because for Ru- one year. Because did a roast me on Reddit. Yes. That was, that was one of the roasts that somebody had. I oh. thought it was true. No, no, no. I lived in Mexico for one year uh, as a child and then a second time for six months, both in different parts of the country and both drastically different, by the way. One was like in uh, Culiacán, Mexico, which is like the heartland of the drug cartels. I'm talking about like legit drug cartels. And the other one was Guadalajara High School. It's, just, it's like the um, L.A. essentially of Mexico. Okay. So anyway, anyway, um, but yeah, I feel like he would get a good, he, Marlon Vera, would get a, uh, has the ability to play both sides well. Um, good fight, good fight, and he's on the streak. He's on a three-fight win streak. Um, moving on up, moving on up. Moving on up? I mean, I don't, I don't really understand the hype. I don't get it. Don't even, don't even start this. Mike, Mike is all about it. Mike is 100% in. He is, uh, he is... Jumped on the Macy Barber train. Because she's knocking bitches out. She's doing she, all right. What, okay, okay. Name the last girl knockout you remember. Jessica Andrade. How many months ago was that? <laughs> it came out immediately, though. I don't know, man. Um, exactly. Cyborg. Getting knocked out. Exactly. Okay, l- listen. I get it. And she's not knocking them out cold. Let's get that straight. She's TKOing girls. That's better than 95% of women's uh, MMA, though, isn't it? Wow, wow. You know, I mean, like, she's you not head like, and arm and girls. You know, she's not arm barring them. First so. of all, I'm pretty sure there was like at least one head and arm attempt that was masqueraded by the brawl, okay? Number one. Um, <laughs> listen, I don't have anything against her, but I just don't understand how there's so much hype behind her. There's like a lot of push. Dana White himself is pushing her, right? Uh, they're trying to get her out there. Um, See, this is this is what what Ruben doesn't understand is because like he when he likes people like Colby Covington, yes, he doesn't understand that people actually like how a fighter actually fights. Like, Whoa. oh, they have they have an exciting fighting style. Mm, well, she, she and she has an exciting fighting style. She's all right. She's all right. Listen, I'm not saying she's bad. I'm not saying she's bad. I'll, I'll watch her fight, but I just. Don't understand why there's so much hype. Why there is so much hype? I just don't get it. It's, it's not my. I don't understand it. I'm okay. not behind it. I'm not. I'm not pushing. She's okay. She did well. I okay, think. Let's, let's click on Angela Hill. When's the last time she knocked a girl out? Angela, Angela Hill's never knocked anyone out. What are you talking about? Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm. I'm not even trying to argue that. I'm just saying that. Like, fucking. I just don't understand why there's so much hype. Because she, because she beat that, a, Because there's girls on this card who are bigger names than her. Who've never knocked a girl out in the UFC. Listen, listen. She did well, and she beat a legitimate opponent. Yes. J.J. Aldridge mm-hmm. is good. Mm-hmm. I think we should focus more on, like, having her build up her her resume. This is, like, her second fight in the UFC, well, isn't it? I agree that she's a fun fighter, though. She's actually knocking girls out. 
All right. Okay, there we go. She's all right. She's okay. I'll give you the nod. I'll give you the nod. Like you, a, you never, you never jump on anybody's hype train. You're always like, no, 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 no. This is not true because Peter Yan, for example, I was on the hype train before there was a fucking hype train. Okay, I was, I was the conductor going a choo choo, motherfucker. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's not true. I jump on the hype train when it's called for. Okay, I just don't understand. You, 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 what bothers me is that they're everyone's saying that she's so hot. I think that's what it is. She's an okay. She's a good fighter. You get, you get, you get upset when I, like girls like aren't to your criteria, and other people like it. I just I don't like it. It, it <laughs> I don't like pisses it. me off, dude. Like, dude, she's not hot. Like, stop it. Me, she's a good fighter. She's not okay. She she's decent looking. Decent. She's fun to watch fight because she knocks out girls. She's I. <laughs> See what you're doing here. <laughs> Uh, anyway, like, I'm, trying to put, I'm trying to put the two most important things: good looking, fun to watch fights. Yes, yes. And you're like, eh, no, don't like now. Okay, all right. So let's let's say this. Let's agree. Let's agree on this, right? She is decent looking, vanilla. She is the Kroger brand of hot girls. She is the store bought brand of of attractive girls. Okay. Okay. okay let's say that. Her fighting skills, pretty good. She could take a punch, right? She likes to bite down on the mouthpiece. She's aggressive. There is potential there, but I think we need to cool down, slow slow everyone's roll a little bit, and just kind of pull back the reins just a little bit. I think that's what we need to do. Can we agree on that? Okay, I will pull back the reins and start just, watching little just more a little, boring fighters. Just a little <laughs> bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. But why don't we give my girl, my girl over here that took out Angela Hill... Why don't we give my girl Random Marcos some props? Like How Rand- about Random Marcos? Like Listen, Random Marcos came out guns a blazing and took out Angela Hill with the quickness. Angela Hill's been how long in the UFC? Too long. Too long. Mm-hmm. She's going back to Invicta. She's going back to Invicta again. But she's been in the UFC for a bit, right? Uh, her first fight in the UFC, 2015. She Actually, off, she off the first ultimate or the 2014. Second? Gosh dang it. That's she a while was back. on the first women's ultimate fighter, I think. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, and she got destroyed, straight up. Random Marcos came in there looking like a fucking, like a beast, uh, armbarring the hell out of Angela Hill. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Right? Macy Barber, worth looking into. Not <laughs> a, not as hot as everyone says she is. Uh, and that brings us over to. The main event. Now, why why does it bring us to the main event? Because the Luis Pena fight versus Steven Peterson was boring. It was Drew, decent. It was, oh, decent. It was all right. Luis I mean, Pena pieced him up a little bit. A, a little. Yeah. A little. And, but, again, that's another person that has a lot of hype behind him. And it's all the gimmick. It's 100% the gimmick. The, the but, violent Bob Ross. He's, he's not... I'm, I'm just keep making the same point over and over again. That he's exciting? He's not even that exciting. No. no, no I... I never said he was. What, that he's good looking? <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm saying motherfucking Macy Barber does what 95% of the girls don't do in the UFC's knock bitches out. Yes. Luis Pena is just a dude with a looking thing. Like, he's got a little, you know. Gimmick. Skit, stick, a gimmick, yeah. Call it a gimmick. Yeah, that's what he's got. Like, yeah. Like, I'm not saying he's a, his fights aren't exciting. Yeah. that I, I see know. what you're saying. But. I don't know. He, he's all right. Listen, listen. That fight was boring. I did not. Yeah, I did not he hasn't. He hasn't really had a good UFC fight that was worth watching. Nothing. Yeah. Um. So let's go ahead. We're skipping that one. We're yeah. skipping Formiga because that fight was. 
whatever, uh, and the flyweights are going away. Uh, the McDessie fight, man, that was hard to watch. It was uh, like a... It was like a Sparring match. Sparring match yeah. yeah, nobody was pulling the trigger. They were trying to measure each other out way too long, and then I legitimate feel, legitimately fell asleep during the Curtis Blades and Justin Willis fight. It was it was pretty bad. Like I was sleeping. Now, granted, it was extremely dominant by Curtis Blades, yeah. but I was sleeping the entire time. To the main event. On to the main event. Anthony Pettis, Stephen Thompson. Mm-hmm. Did you see that coming? Um, the knockout. Like that. First well, of all, let me say that. No, let, I, let I, me would, I, would have, I would have not picked. Did you want to rewind? Or yeah, let, no, yeah, you're on the right track. I was gonna say, let's rewind. What is? Would you have picked Anthony Pettis number one? Pete. No, I definitely would not have picked Anthony Pettis. But if he were to win, would you have imagined a bit to be a one punch knockout? One punch knockout. No, no, dude. So what I'm saying. Well, like, let, me, let me say that when I. Was watching the fight before the fight happened. He was saying he had some radical <laughs> style. I don't know. That wasn't the words he said. Radical. But he had some different weird style he was going to throw at Stephen Thompson. Did he? Yeah, he, I didn't see it. Like, he just kind of, like, walked him down into the Muay Thai style. But he was defending well. Like, he wasn't getting surprised by anything. Whereas, like, some people get caught off guard with that question mark kick. Yeah. Like how, like, uh, Jake Ellenberg... And it's, it's all because they don't know what's coming. He seemed to not be surprised by anything. He he was blocking everything. Nothing was, you know, catching off guard. And he was tearing up. He was tearing up um, Wonderboy's legs. So he, for that first round, he looked good. No, he did. He, he was did. tearing up his legs, and he was doing good. I, and, and, I, and I will say this, that it was a little bit different of a uh, style than Pettis usually does. He's a lot more loose. Yeah. He came in really tight. Yeah. His guard was tight. He was like in that tie style, like you were saying, kind of forward pressure. The leg kicks were there the entire time. I thought he was going to break his foot, to be honest. Um, he looked pretty good. He, I don't think he won the first round, but I think it was relatively close. And I think he did enough to kind of like let Steven Thompson know what's up. Like, hey, I'm here. I'm not going to go down quick. So that's pretty much what happened was that I watched the Blades – Fight kind of was like dozing off real bad, mm-hmm. and then the Pettis fight came along, and I saw the first round, and it woke me up. I'm like, okay, this is yep. an actual fight. It's going a, on. yeah, it's got somewhere to go. <laughs> yeah, and then boom, second yeah. round, gosh, diggity dang it, mm-hmm. gosh oh golly, as Stephen Thompson would say, Superman punch, not just a punch, Superman hook. Yeah, it was. It was it was kind of awkward because it wasn't a Superman. Because he really yeah, because usually it's like straight and you fake the kick. Well, no, to get it's a like Superman. it wasn't the the Superman where you you lift up the leg. Yeah. But they were saying he kicked off the cage, but he didn't kick off the cage. It was like a little like hybrid of those two. Yeah, yeah. Typically, for a Superman punch, what you would do is you would it, it's essentially a, a fake of a leg kick, and then as the leg comes up, you go ahead and generate and pivot in the air essentially. And punch off of that that momentum that you would generate. He got pushed, kicked into the fence, bounced off, off of the bounce, came back, went with the hook, knocked him out one punch. Dude, I yelled so loud. I was in bed with my wife, and uh, she was laying down next to me, asleep, mind you. And I fucking, what? 
<laughs> she woke up and smacked me right across the face. Why are you fucking yelling? Rah, 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 rah. I'm like, what do you mean why am I yelling? Stephen Thompson just got knocked out by Anthony Pettis. Superman hybrid off the cage. And then she's like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, Superman hybrid off the cage. She's like, oh my gosh, let me watch the replay. And that didn't happen. Um, but man, it was it was legit, dude. I was shocked. Um, and this really really rejuvenates Anthony Pettis' career. Like, if you think about it, like, he's been up. He has been down. He went down to 145 because he got beat at 155. He looked okay against Charles Oliveira, and then got wrecked by Max Holloway, which, with time, that, that win is looked, or that loss is looked. And if you do back. the MMA math, Stephen Thompson, Robert Whitaker. Yeah. So, de- I mean... Technically, he's technically, like the world's champ. Technically, Anthony Pettis could fight for 185 yeah. championships. This is so. true. This is true. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think this this fight was called out out of desperation, mm-hmm. and it it 100% worked in his favor. But I will say this though: Anthony Pettis looked like an ultra generic Mexican man stepping in that cage, dude. He looked portly. He looked he looked like he was just having a time of his life, dude. He looked chubby. Portly. Dude, he looked fluffy. He looked, let me, he looked soft. He looked soft. He looked, he looked like he had, um, uh, was a lot more aerodynamic now. Very round, smooth, no defined this, lines. This, this ain't Kelvin Gaston. Bro, I'm just saying. No, he looked Kelvin Gaston mesh, okay? <laughs> no, he, he did. 100% crazy. he did. Dude, he looked soft. That's crazy. He looked soft, right? You can tell me he had rock hard abs and he was chiseled in that match. I mean, he wasn't like. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't like he wasn't 145, but he wasn't Kelvin Gastelum. Getting up there. He's like uh, post you saw Johnny Hendricks. Post you saw Johnny Hendricks. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> You're way too uh, um, <laughs> Uh But dude, he looked good. He's got a lot of options now. And with the way things played out last week, dude, there's all kinds of crazy shit going on. Because last week, you got to remember, last week we had another somewhat upset with. Mazdaval taking out Till, right? And then right after that, right after that fight, Mazdaval had a three-piece in a soda to he, divvy he, out. He, he, got to, three, he got a three-piece in soda in the cage. He came back around through the drive-thru. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he got another order after. He went inside the restaurant, <laughs> took care of it, and then went through the drive-thru and got yeah. another three-piece in soda for Leon Roberts, or Leon Edwards, excuse me. Uh, dude, there's a lot of chaos going on at 170. Like Connor doesn't have a fight. Okay, so let's look at it. We've got for sure we're gonna have Kobe Covington and uh, Kamara Usman. Unfortunately. Not unfortunately, definitely gonna happen. And Kamara Usman, that's gonna happen. Then you've got T Wood that just lost, right? So he's like, God knows what's gonna happen with that mm-hmm. guy. Uh, you've got Mazdaval, mm-hmm. right? Who just won? He's top five now, top five, top four. Uh, you've got. Anthony Pettis, who's probably going to be top 10 now. He has to be because he beat the number four. Then you've got... Well, that's what I was going to say. Jo- Real quick, Josh Emmett beat Ricardo Lamas. How far did he jump into the... Yeah, he took number three spot. Yeah. Crazy. So. Um, then you've got Ben Askren. Then you've got Robbie Lawler. Then you've got fucking God knows who else. There's so many crazy fights. I feel like last year we were in a similar position with all different names. 100% different names. But we were saying that 170 was a weight class to watch. 
like last year this time. Mm-hmm. And this year, it's still the weight class to watch with a bunch of fucking new names. All brand new people. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, Who do you want? George. No, not George. Let's start with uh, Anthony Pitts. Who I'm going to answer with the name George St. Pierre then. George St. Pierre. Who do you want? Who do you want Anthony Pettis to fight? George St. Pierre. He's not coming back. Okay. That's not gonna happen. Who do you want Anthony Pettis to fight? Um. He said he's good to go. Uh, tough one. Because uh, do you think this is a fluke or do you? Th- because Pettis is four and six in one of his last what ten fights. Yeah, his record is not good. So is, is this a fluke or is this like how is it gonna be? I think he's just. I think now he's just gonna be that guy, you know. I don't think he's gonna just hold the kind of up and down kind of guy. Yep. Yeah. Fun, exciting fights. Uh, possibly finishes someone, or maybe he gets finished himself. That's honestly what I think is yeah. gonna happen. Look at the losses, man. The so, losses. I mean, the losses he has are ridiculous. RDA champion, Eddie Alvarez champion, Edson Barbosa title contender. Uh, but at the same time, are these. He, he has a tendency not to lose close decisions, but kind of blowout decisions. RDA. Yeah, yeah. RDA blowout decision. Eddie Alvarez blowout. Keep going. Edson Barbosa blowout. Yeah. Max Holloway finish. Yeah. Dustin Poirier injury. Uh, Tony Ferguson corner stoppage broken hand. But look at the names, dude. Yeah. Those names are ridiculous. And the people that he beats... Pretty good. Gilbert Melendez, Charles Oliveira, mm-hmm. Jim Miller, eh. Michael Chiesa, Stephen Thompson. Like, those are good names, mm-hmm. man. Like, he fights the best of the best, and he wins and loses against the best of the best. Like, there's no if, Andrew butts. Like, he's legit, man. Um, he wants either RDA or the winner of Justin Gaethje and Edson Barbosa. I like this. You could bring him back. I, I don't think you bring him down to 155. Mm-hmm. He already fucked shit up at 170. Leave him up there. Leave him up there. Give him I think th- I think that was also his issue at 155 is that he's fought everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you leave him at 170, and then you throw him a George Mazdaball, and then you have a good time because both of those guys are the ones that cause the chaos. So you're not you're not doing Mazdaball in Edwards? No, no. I'd rather see. I mean, like have Leon Edwards fight like Ponzinibbio or some shit. I don't fucking or have have Leon Edwards fight Darren Till. Even though Darren Till just lost, that was a free press right there. I suppose ESPN is playing that on Sports Center. I suppose. I mean, I don't know. I just rather see. I think it would be a better fight, a more even matchup, because I don't want to see Pettis versus Ben Askren. Even though they're not fighting, they're yeah, even yeah, you're right, you're right. Even though they're not, like I I don't want to see. I don't want to see RDA versus Pettis. You know, what's next? Darren Till? Ponzinibbio? Maybe Marlon will watch that. Ooh, Robbie Lawler? That'd be a good one, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I guess there's a couple matchups. I, I, I was really intrigued by George Mazdaval and Pettis. I, like that part, yeah. I think that would be the best matchup out of all of the options. Who, uh, now, with that being said, I mean, like, I already kind of, like, cornered that off with George Mazdaval. Let's say Pettis is out of the picture. Would you go with that uh, Leon Edwards matchup? That's the only one to make, right? Outside of I mean, Pettis. You, you have to. It's free press. Yeah. You know, it's either going to be bad press or it can be good good press and make it towards the fight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, so many things to consider, so many things to do. Um, 
All right. Well, that's pretty much it as far as the fights go. Now, we had other news break while we were gone. TJ Dillashaw tests positive for... Who knows what? Who knows what? And he relinquishes his belt. Dude, this, is the, this is the new uh, era that we're in where you don't have to say that you got popped. Or they don't have to say you got popped. Yeah, we don't, he know came, he, we don't know when he got popped. Well, see, here's the thing. Here's what I think happened. Like He, he popped. He popped. And he knew that he was fucked. Like, mm-hmm. there was no arbitration. Yeah. There was no, I'm going to fight the case. There was no nothing. Like, he knew, like, fuck. I rolled the dice. I ended up fucking getting caught. I'm going to lose. I might as well go ahead and relinquish the belt so they don't say they stripped me. Mm-hmm. And I go ahead and look at look like I'm coming out clean. Um, he jumped on top of it. What do you think he popped for? I mean, like, there was already rumors. Uh, Uriah Faber threw him under bus saying that he was trying to teach people how to take steroids back in the Team Alpha Male. Do you think it was steroids? Do you think it was a diuretic? What do you think it was? This is clearly awesome. <laughs> you think it's a diuretic? Dude, well, I mean, it could be he, he was going down 125. Yeah, but there's easier ways to lose weight than shit yourself. A diuretic doesn't necessarily mean a fucking uh, laxative. A diuretic also helps you push out water. Come on, bro. Know your steroids. Um, I'm not shit. I don't know, dude. I'm not. I'm not. You know, well versed in this topic. It's something. It probably was several picograms worth of it. Yeah. And, do you think um, it was one of those things where it was like, like? No, because like, like, I think you're right. Where, uh, <coughs> where if there was Excuse a, me. if there was a, uh, if it was one of those gray areas, like was it a tainted pill or this or that? I think he would have come out, you know, two three months ago and said, "This is not true." I'm gonna fight it. Yeah, yeah. But like you said, he probably knew it was. Yeah, true. It's, it's gotta be something bad. I'm, I'm, and he relinquished the belt, and. I'm waiting to see what he yeah. says. I'm I'm excited to see. I want to say excited, but I'm I'm very interested to see what he says it was or what it comes out to be. I mean, imagine if like it well, was. Also, got a year. Shouldn't it be two years? No, because that was uh, New York specifically. Was it New York? Yeah. New York specific, Brooklyn. Um. USADA has not come down on him at all, but it's going to be two years for sure. So he's fucked. He's mm-hmm. fucked. He's been gone for a while. I mean, it might be good because he just got knocked out and he might need the recovery time to kind of heal himself and whatnot. So who knows? Um, I think this might be, could be better for him. Could not. Who knows? Who knows? I think he, regardless of the situation, he's going to come back and he'll still be a title challenger regardless of whoever's holding the belt. Now, speaking of title challengers, his belt has been relinquished. It looks like Marlon Moraes and Henry Cejudo are going to make it happen. What do you think of the matchup? And do you think anything else should be should have been done or should be done? No, this this fight's fun. Um, I don't see why Moraes shouldn't get the title shot. I don't see who else is a better uh, candidate. At one thirty-five, it's. Uh, <laughs> by the way, if you look at the UFC rankings, <laughs> if you look at the rankings. You've got a pound-for-pound, pound, flyweight, bantamweight, featherweight. Everyone's got a picture at the top for the champion. Bantamweight's just blank. No, TJ's like just been removed completely. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I mean, if you look at the 135-pound rankings, Marais already beat us on Sal and knocked him out. He's already knocked out Sterling. Uh, I mean, like, those are the top three guys. What else is there to do? You know, Pedro Munoz? I don't think that would make sense. You know, he just won, and he just beat Cody Garbrandt. But before that, he didn't have a, a huge 
signature win. That was his first one. And then uh, Sehudo just knocked out TJ Dillashaw, so it makes mm-hmm. perfect sense to have those two guys fight for the belt. Now, if he fights, do they finally get rid of everything at 125? I mean, like... If he, if he wins, yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's, they're still having the fights, though, and they're I know, announcing I them. Know. That's the crazy part. I don't understand that. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't, I don't think they know what they're doing. I think you know. I think what they're going to end up doing is they're going to re, not regret what they said, but they're going to keep the division after all. And they're just going to do like um, like Cyborg every now and then have a fight and see what happens. You know, I think that's what they're going to end up doing. I don't think they're going to get rid of it altogether. I don't think they're ready to do that. Do those fights really do anything? No, but you could with the champion in that division, just throw them at the fucking a headliner of an ESPN Plus card. Done. Done and done. They're never going to get pay-per-view points ever. But who gives yeah. a shit? You're going to have a title title fight on that uh, on that ESPN Plus card. All right, all right. I think that's uh, I think that's it, bud. Oh no, we got one more thing to talk about. So what was the bigger upset, Masvidal or uh, two Pettis? more things? Two more things. Number one, bigger upset, Masvidal or Pettis. Pettis. I'm going to say Pettis right off the bat. Thompson got the closest to taking the belt. Yeah. Fought twice, went five rounds both times. Once was a draw. And I don't think, I think the odds were way off. I think he was like a plus three. And he's also not known for getting hit. So. Yeah. Yeah. Getting knocked out. He's never been finished. Yeah. Ever. In, even in kickboxing. And Pettis doesn't have that, like, one punch. Does he have a one-punch knockout at all? Maybe, like, a body, body kick to uh, Joe Lozon or head kick to Joe Oh, Lozon. yes, 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 yes. But, yeah, his, his hands are known for... Dynamite. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I think that... I mean, do you... What do you do? Do you agree, or... Do you think the... No. Till I, I think, uh... I think Pettis was, was shocking. Yeah. To at least. Bigger, bigger upset. Okay. Last bit of news before we get out of here. Not news, but last thing we're going to cover real quick is Edson Barbosa versus Justin Gaethje coming up this weekend. What do you, who have you got in that matchup? Well, just, first off, there, this is an ESPN card. Yes. So this is a little bit of a step up. So there is several good fights on this card. So we're not, we're not going to touch on all of them or. Let's do this. Let's go ahead. Or, <laughs> or any of them. Let's do this. Let's go ahead and uh, pick your under the radar fight for the card, not the main event. Under the radar card or under the radar fight. Which which one are you picking? Oh, man, um, that, that's looking that's looking bare bones. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But continue. No, well, no, I mean, I think I think the Josh and Michael Johnson fight is gonna be okay. Gonna be good, but I got I gotta go one step up. And I, li- I like, I'm a fan of Jack Hermanson. I like me some Jack Hermanson. He's, he's a, he's a scrappy dude. He's not bad. I've seen him fight a couple of times. He brings a good pace. And David Branch, I mean, he, he's up and down, but I think, I think this could be a, uh, this could be the fight of the night. I mean, obviously, wow. it's, I, it's Barbosa. No, no, I'm not going to say that. The fight of the night besides Barbosa Gage, because that's obviously. Two fight of the nights. Yeah. Two fight of the nights. Okay. Coma, yeah. Desmond Green, Ross Pearson, I think is a pretty decent Ooh, fight. Oh, yeah. Desmond Green's tough. Ross Pearson always comes to scrap. Um, and then there's also Carolina Kovalkiewicz and Michelle Watterson. Yeah, I thought listen, you were going for that one. <clears throat> listen, both girls, these two women can scrap. Unlike 
whoever it was that we were talking of. No, I'm just kidding. They can the, fight. These two girls. They can fight. Are ne- they're never gonna punch a girl, and they're gonna fall down after that punch. Mm, I'm pretty sure Kelvin Nikolovich dropped Joanna Dondrejic, and Michelle Waterson finishes bitches like crazy. Let's see here. Go look at Michelle Waterson's record and tell me there's not a bunch of finishes on there. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, submission. Technical submission. 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 TKO. Submission. Submission. TKO. Submission. Technical submission. Submission, submission, TKO, corner stoppage, submission. Tell me there's not a bunch of finishes on Michelle Waterson's record. Are these fights all in Hawaii? Bro. We're talking about our old record. Let me go. Bro, let me, let me get the fuck out of here with that shit. Why are you hating on my girl, Michelle Waterson? Extremely attractive as well. Yes, I do agree. Compared to Macy Barber. Oh, she doesn't, oh, she doesn't have a KO in the, in the UFC. I just noticed yeah, that. Yeah, dude. And then uh, Caroline Kovacavich, she's a bad bitch, bro. No, no KOs in the UFC. I'm just saying, that's what Marcy does in the big show. That's why I like her. Marcy, Macy, Macy, Macy get out of here. Don't matter. Don't matter. That's not what we care about. Um, Alex Perez is also going to fight. Mm-hmm. He's pretty tough. Yeah. He's a good fight. Um, also, I mean, like this has nothing to do with fighting, but Ray Borg is going to be fighting. He's got that thing with his kid. Did you see that uh, Brendan Schaub? Yeah. Was talking about paying for the medical bills, reached out to Ray Borg and fucking did it. How crazy yeah. is that? That is like, like, Brendan Shop sometimes gets on my nerves, like the way he speaks. He's kind of funny. I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's funny. But man, I had to stop listening to that podcast because it was, it just started to get to me. He just started, just too much. Mm-hmm. Too much, you know what I'm saying? Too much Big Brown for you? Too much Big <laughs> Brown. But bro, dude, that is commendable. That is huge. I don't even know how much money it was, but that's crazy. Good for him. <clears throat> good on Big Brown and good for Ray Borg. Awesome to hear that that's done and taken care of. Uh, but we all know the bloodbath and the the probably going to be a KO. Edson Barbosa versus Justin Gaethje. Who goes down via leg kick? Edson Barbosa or Justin Gaethje? Because they're both leg kick monsters. That could be the toughest question in the UFC. <laughs> and it will be answered. Who's going to... See, they both can dish them out. Who can eat them better? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. That's the question. Um, who do you ha- who do you got? Edson Barbosa, Justin Gaethje. Um, I gotta go with Barbosa. He's a minus one thirty nine favorite. Uh, and you got Gaethje at plus one forty. Oof. I don't know. I think it's closer than I think it's. Yeah, I, th- I think I think Gaethje wins if he's able to just like tough it out and just make it scrappy. Whereas I think if Barbosa is smart and he makes it a little bit more technical, there's no chance Gage can, can, can keep up with them. In the in the kicking distance, the space, Barbosa wins. Mm-hmm. If Gage gets in boxing, dirty boxing distance, he destroys Barbosa. TKO. And I'm calling KO for Barbosa if he stays in kicking range. Head kick. Either way, it's going to be good, man. It's mm-hmm. a very exciting matchup. I'm super pumped for that fight. Uh, anything else for the people before we get out of here? Michael Bauman. I don't know why I stuttered. Uh, no, not, not, not. Oh, so uh, I, was, I should say that I'm going to uh, in a couple weeks. What the month, fuck? And I will be able to test my theory of Bad jiu-jitsu in Europe. Oh, shit. It's an argument we've been having for for a long time. Bad jiu-jitsu in Europe. God damn. I'm going to find out. I hope that they fucking wrap you up. Like, 
I hope that they do, but then I also hope that they don't because you train with me. And, I mean, obviously you train other places too, but like you will be partially representing me. So I, I'm a little <laughs> split on w- what the outcome is. Uh, when are you leaving? Um, May, beginning of May. Dang. How long are we gone? A week. That's yeah. pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, all right then. Well, that's exciting. I will not be leaving. I don't know why I looked at the camera. <laughs> I will not be leaving for Switzerland. Uh, I'll be. You in will always our, think that Gunnar Nelson's a good grappler. One hundred percent. Even though a kickboxer just out grappled him a little bit. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, for Mike, for Ruben, it's Street.